What's up, guys? It's Sam here, and I'm joined by Mikey as usual, but I'm also joined by a very special guest, a phenomenal punter, in my opinion, the best in the country from the University of Michigan, Brad Robbins. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, good. I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me on, uh, Mikey and Sam. I appreciate it. Um, you know, feeling good. Coming off the season, ready to start another one. So, you know, feeling good. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Mikey, uh, why don't you get into our first question? All right, so... We're going to go a little bit back to your recruitment. You had a phenomenal high school you know, career. Some even ranked you as the best in the country. So how do you feel about your recruitment? What was that process like for you? And what were the factors that led you to commit to Michigan? Yeah, Ooh, that's a good question. It's uh, I got to go back in my mind and kind of think about, put myself back into my high school shoes, you know. Um, as far as like specialists go, it's never like really a straightforward recruitment. Um, it's a little different and specialists are kind of recruited towards the end of like the recruiting process. You notice like there are early enrollees and all those guys, typically specialists aren't those guys. Um, so, you know, kind of starting off in high school, I, I didn't really know. I thought I was going to play baseball in college until about like junior year. Uh, I really started punting like my junior year, sophomore, junior year of high school and, uh, ended up going to camps and, uh, Jordan Barry, who I think is with the Vikings now, and uh, he punted for the Steelers for a while. I went to a camp where he was like one of the instructors. It was like a Ray guy, pro kicker, like local camp. He was like, yeah, you might be able to get your school paid for kind of thing. And I uh, started to begin to like take that more seriously. And, um, you know, from there, I ended up going to a couple camps in the summer and all that kind of stuff. And I uh, was originally committed to the University of Nevada at Reno. Uh, and I was going to play both uh, baseball and football if I was there. Um, but unfortunately, you know, that kind of fell through. The, the coaching staff at the end of the season, uh, 2016 season, was uh, let go, and they all kind of moved on. There was a lot of uncertainty and all that kind of stuff. And I began uh, to open up my recruitment and go to a couple more camps and see, you know, what was out there. And uh, Big Ten schools started to offer and stop by my school and talk to me and all that kind of stuff. Um, it, you know, it was, pre it was pretty interesting. Michigan, you know, kind of told me towards the end of the recruiting process that, uh, they aren't guaranteeing a scholarship, but they might have one available for me and all that kind of stuff. And I had scholarship offers to a couple of different schools. So I was just trying to weigh my options and, uh, you know, coach Harbaugh ended up calling and saying, Hey, like we have a scholarship for you. Um, if you, if you want to, sorry, that's my buddy playing rocket league in the background, <laughs> but, uh, he's like, yeah, we have a scholarship available for you um you know if if you want to come and all that kind of stuff and um I ended up you know pretty much committing on the spot you know there's there's no better school than the University of Michigan in my opinion and uh as far as just like an opportunity I know Kenny Allen had like graduated and he was the kicker punter before me and I knew there's like a good opportunity I would probably play my freshman year and stuff like that and uh like I said like the degree is unmatched and I came here on my official visit after uh I was offered and had a really good time. Uh, I was offered by, or was uh, hosted by Garrett Moores and Zach Gentry. And uh, Garrett Moores was like holder of the year, 2016, all that kind of stuff. So he, he's a really good dude. Uh, Zach Gentry is a tight end for the Steelers right now. And uh, both those two together are like the funniest duo I've ever like hung out around. And, uh, you know, they definitely made me feel welcome. And, you know, pretty much from there, I, I, I committed here and really never looked back, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it seems... 
Uh, safe to say you made the correct decision. You've seen a lot of success. Something I find really interesting is you like probably entered Michigan as like a scrawny little teenager and like immediately <laughs> like you're surrounded by these like huge guys like Rashawn Gary, Donovan right. People Jones, Nico Collins, Devin Bush, and Caesar is uh, like to say a few like every single day. Like how'd you like mentally prepare to like enter like such a competitive and like uh, huge environment like that every day at practice? Yeah, so. I mean, I, I, I was pretty naive to it. Like I said, I wanted to play baseball in college and like football kind of happened. I was like, I, I realized quickly that I could be one of the best of the best in college. Right. And um, I kind of approached, approached it with this like uh, naivete, like naive approach and just, um, you know, maybe it, maybe it was just because I didn't quite understand the capacity of like where I was going and like what I was doing. Um but like, believe me, I understood like this, this is a like work hard, like top football school, uh, academic school. Like it, it's, it's a top environment. Um, I understood that part, but to truly be like immersed in it uh, is pretty unbelievable. And, you know, guys can say they're ready and stuff like that and prep for college and ready for the speed and ready for all that. But, you know, as soon as you get there, you'll, you'll soon realize like, huh, maybe I need to like take a step back and uh, approach this humbly and approach this. Uh, in a way like you know maybe I'm not ready and I can learn from these people in front of me and I can learn from you know a bunch of different people who are going to help me out along the way you know um, I think that's one thing that really helped me but yeah I, I came in to University of Michigan at like 170 and I think I played like the Ohio State game my freshman year at like 170 pounds and uh, we had like a new strength staff come in uh, coach Herb and his staff and uh, the off season, I ended up gaining like, it was like 25 pounds or something like that. And I was like, one, I was like, it's like 195. Now I'm like 200, 202. So I'm like, the same with Moody. I mean, they showed a screenshot in today's lift of like a picture of Moody. Moody came in at 165 and now he's like 210, you know, <laughs> like, like it's the same way. Like he, he, uh, you know, you adjust to it and all that stuff, just, just becoming like a, an older guy and like really Come, becoming like a, a man from like you know a teenager which is it's pretty cool but yeah like I said um just approaching it like humbly and approaching every day as like a learning experience rather than just like taking the approach like oh I know it all I know what to expect I know how to do this I know who to do that um you'll be humbled really quick if you don't humble yourself <laughs> and then something we found really interesting about punches at the highest level is they also have to serve as placeholders so how long have you been working on your holding skills and have they improved over over the years and yeah. when did you also start like finding your love for punting because a lot of people they want to be a quarterback but you picked a really unique position so did it come from soccer what was the backstory to that yeah so um i'll answer the first one first about like holding and stuff like that i think it's important as uh just like a punter right like you're expected to hold all that kind of stuff um but it, it it really started, I guess, when I was late high school, because like I was I was a kicker as well in high school. And it was like we didn't have, you know, the luxury of having like both a punter and a kicker. Um, so I, I had a holder for me. But it was like after high school and start of college, I began to like learn how to hold, which um, is is a craft in its own. I mean, you just have to have really good hand eye coordination, honestly, and uh, numbing repetition like coach Harbaugh always says it's just like the the more reps you get and the more perfect amount of reps you get and the chemistry that you have between like you and your long snapper and your kicker uh the better off your operation is going to be um 
So I believe, uh, you know, going into this offseason, we had, we didn't have like our holder set, essentially. We had uh, Will Hart, who had transferred, he punted uh, for a bit at the University of Michigan, and he ended up transferring out, and he was also our holder. Um, so that position was kind of wide open, and, uh, you know, we competed for it, and ultimately just uh, developed a really good chemistry between, you know, me, uh, Wags, and Moody, which was great. Um, and then the second question was, uh, what was the second question again? It was just what led you to become a punter? Like, did it come from soccer? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I was a four-sport athlete in high school, uh, and my dad preached, you know, being well-rounded and being able to uh, – you know, do whatever athletically. Um, it's important to not really focus your skill until you get older. I feel like the more you focus on like a certain skill when you're younger, uh, the more you're going to like burn out and the more you're going to, you know, kind of be disinterested and you're probably going to peak a little bit earlier. Um, so I haven't really, you know, like I said, I really started focusing on punting senior year of high school and then early, you know, and until now. Right. Um, but I enjoyed it. Mainly, I found my love for it because, like, I found my love for golf as well. And it's, you know, pretty much the same in, in uh, a bunch of different regards as far as, like, uh, having different clubs in the bag, different types of punts, right? And then, like, situational, uh, knowing how much yardage you have to work with. Same with golf. It's the same way. Um, I just really – I find it addicting to become, like, as close to perfect as you can because I know, like, no one's ever going to be perfect uh, with anything, right? And – uh, with punting, you can you can become pretty darn close, and just the strive to get better at that, and like eventually be to a certain point where I can almost be perfect is you know kind of enough for me to keep me going. Um, plus, I just like love the people around me. It's a lot easier to work when you have like a great environment around you. Um, you know, you have an awesome support staff. You have a great strength staff. You have uh, like my kicker is my best friend. My my snapper is one of my best friends. It's like um, it makes it really easy. You know, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's totally easy all the time, but it's like, you know, what I mean, it's 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 a better environment to work in. Yeah, I mean, for sure. It seems like you're as close to perfect as you can be at this point in your career. And then the next question I have to ask you is about Ohio State, that famous rivalry game, Wolverines, Buckeyes, probably the biggest rivalry in all of collegiate sports. If you don't mind, just like walk us through the week leading up to that huge game. Yeah, so um well, both my parents went to Ohio State, too, and I'm from Columbus, which is like, you know, it, it means a little bit more to me, I think, just as far as bragging rights go and being able to go home <laughs> and not get a bunch of crap from people, right? Um, so I guess, you know, I could, I could start, it starts right now, like our, our lift started today, uh, as far as like the season goes, and the emphasis is already there. Um, it doesn't start the week of, it doesn't start the, when the season starts, you know, it's like the, the emphasis and the, the feeling behind the, the animosity and the rivalry is, is always there. Um, and I guess like the week leading up to it, you know, we, we preach that, you know, we're doing the same thing that we were doing week one, um, as far as attention to detail goes and, uh, work ethic, nothing really changes other than just, you know, it's, it's, it's a different team, right? Um, obviously we have a bunch of different stuff. People have read online, like the, the beat Ohio periods and like the stuff like that, where there's emphasis all throughout the year, um, to beat, you know, that team that, from my hometown. Right. Um, so yeah, the, the, the week leading up to it, it's, 
it is what it is. It is, you know, uh, there's, there is an intense amount of focus. Uh, there's a lot, um, like that nothing's took, uh, taken lightly, I guess. Um, but as far as like my preparation goes and like the, the kicker side of the preparation goes, it's, it's uh, kind of a nameless and faceless opponent sort of thing. Like we, yeah, we scout like the returners and stuff like that and understand, you know, how they are. And, um, if we're looking like, Hey, we can maybe like, you know, drive a ball further out. This returner is not as dynamic or like, Hey, we're going to try to hang this thing up there. So, you know, let our coverage get down there and, uh, you know, force a fair catch, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, a lot of animosity is always there. It's, it's, <laughs> it never goes away. Right. Of course. I mean, obviously that's such a tremendous rivalry. I mean, this year ended up pretty well. And then, yeah, you know, segueing into this season, obviously, perhaps one of the most successful seasons in recent recent Michigan history, you had one reason to give why you guys were so good this year. What would it be? Um, so that's a good question. I would probably say just relationships and uh, like the, the care for each other. I feel like that was emphasized uh, throughout this entire offseason. Um and as far as like the older guys go, like the leadership too, the leadership piece. Um, throughout this off season, like you know, it was pretty difficult coming off of like a two and four season. Everyone says you suck. Like the media hates you, right? All that kind of stuff. And believe me, that's still there. There's there's a bunch of that out there still. And um, you know, I I always keep that in the back the back of my mind. And I'm sure I, I constantly remind guys on the team that as well. It's like don't fall in love with the media and don't fall in love with you know, people who, who love you now, cause they'll be really quick to turn on you and hate you. Um, and you know, coming off that two and four season with your back against the wall, it's like, you don't really have anybody else, but you know, the, the hundred and, you know, however many guys are in the building. Right. Um, so I guess it, it allowed us, it, it was a learning experience and it allowed us to, you know, really take a step back and like develop these key like characteristics and like what what what's our team going to represent you know how are we going to represent ourselves uh what are these standards what are these morals that our team's going to represent so um like for example like my mine that i came up with for like one of the older class like representations was like empathy and like really understanding like yeah we're a bunch of good players as individuals um the best of the best right come to michigan and uh but at this level, like Division One, Big Ten football, you know, what's going to separate you? Everyone's a really good athlete. Everyone's, you know, can run a 4-4. Everyone can, uh, you know, everyone's 6'6", 300 pounds who plays line, right? Um, what's going to separate you? Um, so as far as, like, our separation, I just believe, like, the, the true, like, development of relationships and understanding each other and, like, everybody has different backgrounds and being able to, you know, work hand-in-hand hand and, uh, you know, have, you can't fake like a good relationship and you can't fake trust in each other. Right. So I feel like that was the key difference this year that, that separated, um, and really set the tone and set the new standard as to what to expect moving forward. Yeah. I mean, Matt, I really love that. And then I'm going to talk about the Wisconsin game for a little bit, not as big of a rivalry per se as the Ohio state game, but I was actually at this game. This is the game you caught my eye. You completely balled out some great punts, uh, put your team in some great field position. You guys started off hot from the kickoff. How awesome was it for you guys to do the iconic like jump around dance and just completely like walk over <laughs> such a good Wisconsin team? Yeah, it was it wasn't scripted either. Um, 
you know, throughout like the weeks, like games like that, where a team has like a, a characteristic song and it's always been this way. I mean, since I've been here in 2017, right. Um, a team has like a characteristic song, like thunderstruck at Nebraska, jump around Wisconsin and whatever, you know, anywhere else. Um, well, that's like blared on repeat throughout practice in like intense periods if we're playing away. Right. Um, so you can't really hear, you don't have that communication. You can't like hear your teammates. So you got to really trust that everyone kind of knows what they're doing. Uh, and everyone's moving around with a sense of urgency and doesn't, you know, kind of fold under that pressure. Right. Um, I believe, I think we were up maybe a score or two at that point. I forget. It, it was probably just like one score. And, um, it was kind of unscripted because we all just kind of looked at each other like, Hey, like, let's take, let's take it, you know, let's take their song. Like, let's get hype. And, uh, you know, kind of just, it, it was kind of cool. Cause I, I, we despirited them a little bit. Like I could, I could feel the energy shift and I think they had the, yeah, they had the ball only down a score. And we were, you know, kind of jumping around and just like having fun. And it wasn't even like to mock like the other team or mock anybody. Like it was more so just like, this is fun. Like we're playing for each other. We're having a good time. Right. This is, this is awesome. Like in an environment like this, it was a beautiful day. And then like what really sealed it is like the next play after the jump around thing, like the guy like throws a pick and we all just went nuts on the sideline, started like throwing towels and stuff. It was pretty sweet. But, um, I think that was kind of a turning point. Um, you know, you see, you see a lot of that stuff in movies as far as just like, as far as maybe, maybe like the remember the Titans kind of stuff. Uh, that was like a turning point that really just like set the tone as to what to expect moving forward, which was really cool. I think the most savage part of that whole game is like by the end of the game, when you looked at the Wisconsin student section, it was filled by Michigan fans. Like, oh yeah, students had gone. You guys were absolutely killing them. And like, when I looked across the stadium, there was like nobody left from like the Wisconsin side. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, definitely a, a cool memory, for sure. But uh, that's the other thing we got to remind like our guys moving forward is like, yeah, these are all just gonna be memories, right? Like Team One Forty Two, that's a memory. Moving forward, uh, you know, now we're on the Team One Forty Three. That started, you know, that started after we lost to Georgia. But the workouts, right, start today. So. Um, yeah, just got to consistently remind that. But, um, you know, memories, memories are going to be great, definitely in the future. And I'm, I'm really probably not going to focus too much on it until, you know, maybe I hang up the cleats and stuff like that and think back like, man, we really did that. <laughs> that was really cool. That Wisconsin game was a fun moment in a season of a lot of fun moments. So our last question is, obviously, you guys fell to Georgia in the semifinal. But what is your favorite moment of this Cinderella experience for you guys? That's a good question as well. I, I don't know. I, I'm happy for a lot of different things, I think. Uh, like, obviously, Moody won, like, the kicker of the year. That was, like, a big highlight for me. I thought that was really, really cool for him. Um, and I thought it was well-deserved. Uh, he's kind of, like, been position battling and all that kind of stuff. Um, against Quinn, who's with the Patriots. Like, both both of those guys are NFL kickers, um, which is, you know, a ridiculous to have, like, on a single collegiate roster, right? Um, so I thought he fought through that well and you know conducted himself really well and it ended up paying off and he won like the Groza right the Lou Groza award um so that, I think that's one highlight but you know like another highlight is just like being able to look into like the, the eyes and like the just like the passion of like the guys who I came in like to Michigan with like Josh Ross and Aiden was a year behind us and all that kind of stuff and just watching those guys you know kind of like grow up through the process and just like seeing them 
really like bleed the whole like maize and blue and focus on our, our standard and focus on, um, you know, how much they care for each other kind of thing. Uh, it's just really cool at the end of games and when, when you're beating, you know, teams down and just like being able to look those guys in the eyes when you have a relationship with them, you just kind of like smile, give them like a head nod and they're, they're all into it as well. It's like, I don't know, it, the whole thing, it's hard to pick a single moment really, but uh, the whole thing is just uh, obviously winning the Big Ten Championship is sweet, beating Ohio is sweet. The field rush, the field rush, I've never experienced that. So I'd say that was a top moment as well. But, yeah, pretty cool. And I'm sure it must have been great for you guys to come back from that COVID-riddled season to now full season. The big house was probably rocking. I mean, just tell us a little bit about the experience with the fans, how grateful you are for that crazy student section. Mm, yeah. No, I'm definitely grateful for it. Um, the thing is, like, the, the COVID freshman who came in had never experienced, like, a full crowd. So, like, A.J. Henning, like, Roman Wilson, those guys um, who are now sophomores, I guess, right? Or I don't, I don't maybe, yeah, I don't know. Um, but they had never experienced a full crowd, and that was something that kind of stuck out to me because, um, you know, I had experienced a full crowd the entire time except for that COVID season. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool just to see them kind of, like, light up and then not only light up is in, but, like, perform really, really well uh, in clutch games, right? and not letting the crowd or not letting the noise really get to them. Um, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Was, I'm, I'm thankful for our student section as well. Uh, obviously, coming off of a COVID season, everybody was you know, happy to get back. And, uh, you know, we felt it starting with that Washington game, too. Yeah, I mean, for sure, that game was wild. Like, everyone was so high on Washington before the season, and you guys just completely, like, dominated that game as well. And then we're going to get into our speed round right now. We're going to give you two choices for most of these questions. Just whichever answer comes to mind first, just shout it out as quickly as possible. Mike, you, why don't you get started with this one? All right, perfect. Um, the first one is related to Michigan. Maize and blue or Zingerman's Deli? Maize and blue. <laughs> playing no, I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. That one's Zingerman's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Zingerman's amazing. Um, playing Wisconsin or playing Penn State? Uh, this year, Wisconsin. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Brady or Mahomes? Brady for sure. McDonald's or Burger King? Burger King. It's going to shock some people. <laughs> that definitely shocked me. This one's a little <laughs> tough too. Uh, Devin Bush or Aiden Hutchinson? Oof. See, I, knew, uh, I don't know, man. I knew Aiden more. So that's the thing. Uh, I'll have to say Aiden just out of the, the whole recency effect. Mr. Brightside or Pump It Up? Yeah, pump it up. Love it. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Uh, 2K or, uh, or Madden? Madden. What's your favorite movie? Oof. Goodwill Hunting. Great Would, you, one. Rather, would yeah. you rather wear the maze or the blue? Blue. Would you rather pin the ball on the one or get a first down on a trick play? Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll just say pin the ball at the one. That would be good one. Respectable. Vanilla or chocolate ice cream? Chocolate. Favorite Netflix show? Breaking Bad. Perfect answer. Uh, would you rather have a team lift or a film session? Team lift. Drake or Kanye? Drake. This one's another one that I, I don't know if you're going to be able to answer this. Quinn Norton or Moody? Uh, I can't answer that one. I like them both too much. <laughs> I, refuse, I refuse to answer that one. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> But yeah. out, out of recency, 
I have to pick Moody because he is my kicker right now. Like, uh, that, uh, that is it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I respect that completely. <laughs> <laughs> they're both great, though, I have to say. I think yeah, no both- disrespect. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah, Brad, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we can't wait to watch you kill it next year, and we'll be following you very closely. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you guys for your time. I'm glad we finally got to do this. We yeah. were scheduled a couple times, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, of course, All man. good. Yeah. Cool. Oh, be well, man. Appreciate yeah, you too. Yeah, thank you.